Okay, I'm back after a couple weeks of not recording, and let me just, well, okay, wait, 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 hold on, I'm trying to get better about this, Let, let's start with my tagline, right, I just, like, already want to tell 3,000 stories, my ADHD kicks in as soon as I hit record, remember, if they tell you you're just too much, tell them, that's the point, ta-da, okay, I did it, I did it, okay, so let's, yeah, let's address the elephant in the room, I did miss a couple episodes, I know. And I missed him after I made the big switch to Sunday's 7 p.m. Central Time. I know. I, like, really dropped the ball. Um, I have a good excuse. Well, it's a good excuse to me. I'm not sure about you all, but I have I have a good excuse. Um, the first week that I was supposed to make the switch to 7 on Sundays, I just – I was tired. I know <laughs> – That's like the crappiest excuse. Okay, but also there was like some mix-ups in my, uh, the start of my solo travel. So I like, you know, was ending the three weeks with my host family, which by the way, they were amazing. I loved them. They were so welcoming and accommodating and just, they showed me so many wonderful things and it was just a really awesome experience on their farm. And it was very tiring. Like I, I underestimated like, how exhausted I would be because usually when I say I'm working like at home, I'm just on the computer. Like I'm doing kind of mental labor. Whereas there I was just doing manual labor. Like, and I'm not talking about like chopping down trees or anything. Like I wasn't like building a house, but I mean, even like gardening and yard work and like cleaning, I mean, it it's tiring. Like, so yeah, I, I, I undermessed underestimated how tired I'd be and the time change was weird and I just like I, I dropped the ball on recording and posting on Instagram and blah 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 but it was also nice to kind of get away and disconnect a little bit um but I'm back and and in that first week that I was supposed to release a Sunday episode um yeah I, th- I thought I was going to be leaving like the Monday or Tuesday to start my solo travels but then the host mom I guess she thought I was starting my solo travels earlier and she had told me that her and her husband, you know, the dad I stayed with, that they were doing like a mini staycation in the area basically because she was about to head back to work. She's a school nurse. Um, And so they weren't going to be able to drive me to the train station. And like they live in like the country country, like the back country, like getting an Uber would have been nearly impossible. And then once I got one, it would have been astronomically expensive. So like I needed someone to take me to the train station and it was like too far to walk. It was like, you know, it's a 30 minute drive. So I'm obviously not going to walk there with a 50 pound suitcase. Um, so yeah, I had to leave a day early, which, you know, I made do, I, I was able to switch my flight that I had to Rome. I was able to switch it to Naples and then get a really cheap bus ride up to Rome after Naples or excuse me, Napoli. Um, so yeah, all that to say, that's why I missed the first Sunday shift episode. And then I missed the week after that because I was in hostels all week. There was never a moment I was alone. And I obviously would have felt really rude and just like weird to record a podcast episode in front of a bunch of people that I had never met. I don't know. And like also the Wi-Fi sucked at most of the hostels. So it wouldn't, it was not a good recording environment. And plus like I was just out, I was out doing things. Like I was Like, the hostels are just there, at least for me, to, like, 
go back and charge your phone and put your feet up for a second because you've been walking for like nine hours straight. And then just to go to sleep at night. Like to me, that was the purpose of the hostel. Like I didn't use it to hang out in or I think one day in, where was I? Not Paris. Was it in Rome? I think, yeah, it was in Rome. Like I took a couple hours just to do some work. So anyway, that's to say I'm finally back home. I'm having that post like trip sadness where like you're like, oh, I'm kind of like back in the swing of things. Although I couldn't have lasted another day in Europe financially. Like I, I literally was on my l- like last little bit. <laughs> and, I, and I had like a couple hiccups and emergencies that I didn't expect that cost me some big bucks. And I had to borrow a little bit from my parents. So now I'm like working to pay that back. Um, but thankfully I am off my lease with the people in Chicago, the people that, I don't know, I don't want to be like the public shit talker, so I'm not going to be, but we just didn't get along. Um, but I'm off the lease with that. So I don't have to pay utilities for that anymore. So that saves me some money and I'm home. I don't know. I'm going to, I'm just trying to settle back in. I did already unpack. This is like the fastest I've ever unpacked for a trip. I will say that I usually wait like two weeks to even touch my suitcase, but like there was no good laundry in any of the hostels. And the one that did have laundry, like the dryer didn't work and it was already freaking expensive to use the dryer. And after paying for one round, I didn't, I didn't want to pay again. And so my clothes were like kind of wet. And then I just didn't never had time to go find a laundromat. And I don't know. So I needed to touch my suitcase because all my clothes were disgusting and gross. And I had basically been wearing dirty clothes for a couple of days, but that's besides the point. Um, I'm now in clean clothes, clean underwear. I just don't even think I wore underwear the last several days. I mean, okay, there again, you know, I'll be honest. I barely wear underwear anyway. I'll just go ahead and put that out there. Um, it's not comfortable. I let myself breathe. (laughs) So anyway, everything's washed, put away. I'm back home trying to regain my financial footing a little bit, trying to slow down and I might be switching schools and programs, but that's the, I'll talk more about that later because that is just, it's something, well, I'm thinking about switching. I don't want to go too into it because it's like, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, but I just, I don't vibe with the school that I'm in right now. SIC. I think it's like, I talked to like, it was my dream school because I thought it was, but I think it was more Chicago. Like, I think it was, that's why I wanted it. And because like SIC is such a big name, but it's like 70% of the staff and the students there are like on their pretentious high mighty horse and like, just just assholes. Like, I'm sorry, like most of them are just assholes and it's come to my attention, at least in my experience. And I don't want to speak for every like SIAC person, like some of, some people like really love the school, but in my experience, it has just become very clear that it's like you're paying for status and you're paying. I don't even know like what you're paying. Like, I don't know. It's just, I could go into it, but I I don't want to like spend this episode complaining when I have so much other stuff to talk about. But basically I'm thinking about switching to an online program at another school that would be more in line with what I want to do and like a fifth of the cost of SIAC. Um, so I like wouldn't have to be paying off debt nearly as long in the life. Like, and I, I think, like, I think I realized 
in my travels this past month that like I'm a person that I need freedom and flexibility. Like I, I, and you know, I'm not always going to have that. Like obviously I'm going to have to like to get a, you know, financial grounding in life. I'm going to have to, you know, work a job, but it's like, I don't know. I, I overall need flexibility and freedom. And I think doing an online master's program would be more fitting for that. And then I could like, get an entry level job in the field that I want to go into anywhere I want. And like, cause I had a friend that did that JD and if you're listening, Hey, she lives in Cali and like she did a master's program online and moved to a place that really suits her and her lifestyle and her passions. And she works a job that she loves while earning her master's. And like she was tired and I'm going to be tired too. But like, I don't know. I think that's like more the lifestyle for me, not going to this high and mighty, like, pretentious school every single day and just like feeling like I need to try to fit in with these like like it's like some of the people that I saw you see I want to grab and shake because it's like they want to be a depressed artist like they want they want to have things to be angry and about and hate all the time and like I, I will say like I'm not trying to be tone deaf towards a lot, obviously, like of the racial inequality and misogyny, and especially right now with the Texas abortion bans. Like, I, I don't, I don't want to turn a blind eye to like the things that are happening in the world that we should be angry about and that like we we should be taking a stand against. And um, but it's just like some of the people there. It's like they 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 never want to to see anything positive or a silver lining for anything or it's like it's like dude you're not gonna be able to make through this life if you just don't like stop and breathe sometimes like I don't know like I don't again okay I'm gonna stop but yeah so major transition point in my life right now but I really like I hate to sound like the cliche girl but like traveling made me realize a lot like traveling I think I realized a lot about myself like my personality like because I mean yeah, obviously my parents were there and they like gave me some emergency money a couple times when I had some major hiccups. But overall, like for a week or so, like I was like all on my own traveling through Italy. And like I met some cool people along the way. Like I met people in hostels. I met a few guys off dating apps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get into that. Um, nothing crazy though. Nothing crazy. Don't like jump to any. No, no free scooter rides. I really tried to even put that in my bio. I was like, please a scooter ride. And I had a guy I went out with and he was like, I'm so sorry. I have a car. Like I don't have a scooter. And I was like, damn it. Um, anyway, so it's just like, I realized a lot about myself. And like, I realized that like, I don't want to a spend my like whole life in debt because I went to a private prestigious art school. Like that's just like not my thing. Like it's, it's not the path that I think is good for me. And I also want an online program that's flexible so I have the ability to travel. I mean, I have a pet, so obviously it'll be a little difficult. I mean, he's a cat, luckily. Like, so if I got someone to cat sit him, it's, like, much easier than a dog. Like, he just sleeps most of the day and you just really have to feed him and change out his litter box. But it's just, I don't know. Like, I need a more flexible life. And I think also having an online program will give me way more time and mental space to focus on things like this podcast and my, like, creative outlets like and I have like a dream project for a nonprofit I want to start that I've had for years it'll give me more time to do things like that um so I don't know I just I think being alone and really relying on myself for a week 
I think it was really good for me and it gave me like the mental clarity and space that I needed. And it also just like over there, like I'm sure if, if any of you have been to Italy, you notice this, like it's just such a like way more laid back culture. And I know like I talked to actually, I did a tour with a, a local Roman guy in Rome. Um, obviously. And we talked about it. He joked like, Oh, uh, and these are his words, not mine. He said that, uh, Oh, us, uh, Italians were, were poor, but happy. And you Americans have money, but you're sad. You know, he's like, you, you work, 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 you know, you get up to go to work, to go to sleep, to get up, to go to work, you know, in the cycles. He said, but obviously he said, he said, your economy is doing much better than ours. Most people here, he said, but we're happier. He goes, we like to relax. We like to enjoy life. And I don't know, like, I don't see myself moving to Italy. I mean, that'd be amazing. And or Paris, I mean, but Paris is one of the most expensive cities in the world. But, oh, my God, I loved Paris. It was like magic at every corner in Paris to me. Um, but, like, just being over there and just, like, I don't know. It's just, like, and I hate to – it's like I had those moments of like, man, like, oh, I'm going to stick it to the man. Like, oh, forget the American dream. Like, I'm not going to. But in a way, like, that's like kind of the realization I had. Like, I don't want to be constantly stuck in these like strict boundaries with my career and education life and constantly feel like I'm just working a way to pay off my debt for the rest of my life. I don't want to be confined. Like, I don't. I know, like, I've, I've met people that they like desk jobs and they like repetitive work and they like kind of corporate jobs. And, like, but that's just, like, not my train of thinking and that's just, like, not how my brain was built. Like, I, I need something, like, just traveling for a week and just waking up and because I was poor, it's not like I could book like the boat tours and Napoli and go to the fancy restaurants and go to all the museums. Like there were, there were times where I'm just like, I walked outside of my hostel and I was like, okay, like I'll go in a general direction and I'll see what I find. Like so many times I would just look at food or street vendors and like, if it was cheap, if it was cheap and it was interesting, I was like, okay, I'll eat here or okay, I'll grab like a drink here. Like, cause I didn't have the money to, do all of these extravagant like European indulgences. Like I wish I would have, like, I'm not like hating on people that do, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, I wish I could have taken a yacht tour in Naples, Italy. Like, hell yeah. But like, I don't know. I think there's just also this like simple joy and just like waking up and just seeing what the day holds. And I don't know. It's like, I, I like that. I like that in life. And I, like, I, like, you know, a general, a general loose plan, but also like there's enough room for s surprises and spontaneity. Like, I think that's like the kind of just lifestyle that I want. And I think, I don't know. So I don't know. I'm like in that, uh, I know I'm like a thousand different places right now, but hopefully, hopefully you all are kind of understanding what I'm talking about here. Like, I think travel is good for me. And I think it made me realize a lot of things about my personality and who I am and what makes me happy and kind of what I want to do in my life. And also fashion. Like, let me just talk about the Parisian fashion here. And I'm not talking about, like, the high-end, like, designer stores. I'm just talking about, like, in general. Like, they dress for comfort. And, like, I love that. Like, like everyone looks cool there. 
Like, everyone looks so dope walking down the street, but they all look comfortable. Like, things aren't super short and tight. And, like, if that's your groove, that's your groove. But for me, like, I always feel kind of uncomfortable in really tight, short things. Maybe that's because I'm, like, tall and curvy. I don't know. But just, like, they wear, like, the coolest pantsuits and, like, dope slacks. Like, I'm trying to think of what I could compare it to. Like, a not as a not as flamboyant Harry Styles. Like, that kind of fit where it's, like, you know, the slacks and the, like, nice kind of unbuttoned blouses and, like, peaks of lace and things here and there. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. It was really dope. It's kind of the style. I want to be like I was thinking about today. I want to be like a, a maximalist Parisian, if that makes any sense. Because most of them are pretty, like, minimal, but, like, it looks good. But I kind of, like, want to play with that style but add, like, a lot of, co excuse me, like, color and texture. I don't know. I don't know. A lot to think about here. A lot to think about here. Um, yeah, I did mention earlier that I did meet a few guys from dating apps there. Um, I met one in Naples. He was, he's gorgeous. I'm not even going to like front like he, <laughs> I saw him and I was like, nice. Like to myself, I was like, good work. Um, super nice. He studied in the U.S. for a few years and in Dublin for a few years. So he, he knew fluent English. Um, I feel like if I go any more about our time together, I'll get in trouble with someone. So he, let's just end with he was very nice um, and good looking. Um, other, I met up with another guy in Naples. We just grabbed a drink. Like we just like talked and I don't know. He was kind of um, not terribly my, he was really sweet. I'll say that. He was very kind. He was very welcoming. He was, he's a good conversationalist. And I think, I think that's kind of sometimes my problem is like, I, when I go out with someone, I need kind of someone on my same speed with conversation. Um, and I don't know, like I, people that are too quiet, like, I just don't think that's my, maybe, or maybe, maybe that's exactly what I need just to like shut me up. I don't know. I, maybe I'm not comfortable with silence. Maybe that's something I need to work on. I don't know. But anyway, he was really good at conversation. Um, although I was like a little salty because he took me out and he, he bought me a beer, you know, I was very grateful, very nice. I was like, thanks. But then he went on a date the next night with a girl and was showing me that he bought her $400 champagne. And I was like, excuse me, was I not worth the $400 champagne? Like, I would have wanted that. Like, that would have been nice for me, too. Rude. Whatever. And then I met up with a guy in Florence, which was nice because he ended up kind of just like, we, ended up, we grabbed drinks, talked a little bit. He was nice. He was on the shyer, quieter side. Um... But he was really nice and he kind of, because I was only in Florence for one day and like Florence, there's so much to see and so much to do. So there's no way you can cover everything in Florence in a day. So he kind of like took me around just to like briefly see some sites that I hadn't seen myself, um, which was really nice. Um, but yeah, um, in conclusion, I think I will marry an Italian man for many reasons, some reasons I don't want to say out loud. Um, but like, if you can get on my track of thinking, then maybe you, whatever. Um, ha <laughs> ha, cough, cough. Um, yeah, but travels were amazing. I, I don't know. I'm so grateful and I feel so fulfilled and it's like, 
Next, I want to go to Greece. That's like my next stop that I want to go. Like I want to go to Greece. I want to be there. I want to go to Greece. Um, I did have one night in New York City. Oh my gosh. I, which was a wreck. Like New York City was a wreck because A, okay, A, um, a girl who, well, I don't know. I'm pretty sure she doesn't listen to the podcast. I don't think she ever did. Um, she was my friend, not my friend anymore. She said I could stay with her <laughs> in New York City. And then I get there at 9 p.m. And she texted me telling me to find somewhere else to stay because she was tired. So I was like, cool. And, like, I had, like, $50 in my bank account. Like, <laughs> like I was, like, just planning on crashing on her floor and eating McDonald's. Like, that was going to be my time in New York City, you know. Because my flight was, like, the next – I got in late. My flight was the next day. So it's, like – you know, I didn't have much time to spend money. Um, so I had to find a place. And then the place that I got is, was really new. And like the, basically Google had an incorrect address for them. So I was like wandering the streets of New York City at 11 p.m. forever thinking that this place was a scam. And I was so tired. I hadn't eaten in like 15 hours and it was just like, it was a wreck. And I was just like sobbing. I was like in black jeans and a Timothy Chalamet shirt, sobbing and sweating on the side of New York City, like sidewalk with a 50 pound suitcase. And I just like march into this Marriott that was in the area. And I looked at the concierge guy and I was like, is this place a scam? Like I was showing him like my reservation and he was like, no, it's down the street. And I was like, Oh, well, they put the wrong address on Google and I, I thought it was a scam and I've been marching around this block for literally 30 minutes and apparently I looked real rough because he was like, stay safe out there, sweetheart. It's down the street. And I was like, all right, I just, I was going to go out and explore and see Times Square at night. But by the time I got in my room, I just cried for 45 minutes and ordered Uber Eats that was not worth what I paid for it, but I was just so happy to eat and be in bed and... I was safe and I, and it was the first time I had my own bed in my own room for a week and I just cried and laid butt ass naked on the bed and watched TikTok and ate mediocre food. And that's exactly what I needed in that moment. And then I got up the next morning and I felt refreshed um, because my feet, I, I, if you all could have seen the blisters on my feet from Italy, I did a five hour walking tour in Rome. And don't get me wrong, Carlo, the guide, he was great. And I was the only one that signed it for the tour, so I got, like, special treatment. Like, you know, and okay, special treatment sounded weird. It basically just, like, he answered any questions I have because I was the only one asking questions. Um, but it was advertised that it was a two-hour tour, um, but because I was the only one, and he was just literally so excited to show me everything, it ended up being a five-hour tour. So it ended up being a dollar an hour, basically. So a very good deal. But... I was so tired and like the hostel I was staying at in Rome was like a straight up party hostel, like party all night. People, you know, go to bed, like everyone went to bed at like 5 a.m. No, I crawled in bed at like 11. P no, more like midnight because I had dinner. Yeah, I had dinner and the metro line had shut down by that time. So I had to call an Uber because I was like, there's no way I'm walking two miles back to my hotel or hostel. Um, so I took an Uber and I just crashed and I don't even think I woke up whenever, like I was the first one to go to sleep in the room. I don't think I woke up when anyone came in because I was just so tired. Um, there was a guy at that hostel. So I, I stayed at Yellow Square, Rome. Um, huge party hostel. In fact, when I posted about it on Instagram stories, I had several friends like 
message me like, oh my God, I stayed there in Rome. Like if I could tell you the stories of what happened there, like I can't even imagine, especially like it was already crazy and there's still kind of like following COVID regulations there. Like I can't even imagine what was like a couple years ago before COVID was even a thing. Like I'm sure it was crazy. And also like the local Italian guys hang out around there because they know it's a bar that a lot of tourists, a lot of American girls like come through, which yeah, it's kind of creepy. Um, but there was this, there's this dude I was talking to and like, he was definitely like trying to get me to go home with him and like, he was just saying some crazy shit. And like, I wasn't even trying to go home with him. Like I just was egging him on in conversation because I just wanted to keep hearing the absolutely bizarre things coming out of his mouth. And I, and, and okay. He also spilt his entire beer on me. Um, so I was a little annoyed at that, but okay. He stopped his conversation at one point, looked me dead in the eye and said, I'm an alcoholic. I'm a pervert. And I wake up every morning wanting to kill myself. And so obviously romance, seduction, gone at this point. Me, currently in school to work in the psychology field, I was like, well, this man needs help. And so I like started basically asking him screening questions like, well, how are you feeling right now? Or like, what has led you to feel this way? Or like, you know, are the have you talked to anyone about this? Like, of course he didn't want to talk because five seconds prior to this, I was just some girl in a bar that he was trying to take home. And I don't know. It was just the most like bizarre interaction. And then he kind of just like stumbled off and ended up making out with this Irish girl that I had made friends with at the bar. I don't know. It was bizarre. I was just like, whatever. And I went to bed. Um, cause it was like 3am at that point and I was exhausted. Um, but yeah, no, my travels, it was amazing. I wish I could spend more time in every city that I went to. I went to Naples, Rome, Florence, and Paris. I spent about a day and a half in Naples, two days in Rome, and only a day in Florence. I, I really need more time for Florence. It was absolutely beautiful. The people were amazing. The food was amazing. Like, I need more time there. And I, I heard that the the nightlife in Florence is incredible. I had a lot of friends who studied abroad there. So they were like, oh, my God, you have to go here. You have to go here. You have to go here. I didn't get to check out anywhere that they suggested. I will say if you are ever in Paris, go to this bar called the Little Red Door. Um, according to my friend who lived in Paris for a couple of years, she said, I don't know like what, what her source is, but you know, she's a trustworthy person. So I'm taking her word. Um, it is like the 11th top cocktail bar in the world. And like, when I say that you think the prices will be like outrageous. No, I paid 14 euros for like a very lovely handcrafted cocktail, which is good for Paris and a handcrafted cocktail. The menu right now, I don't know if it changes, but the menu that they have right now, um, it's like a conceptual menu where you order on taste and not necessarily drink. So they have like taste pairings and I don't know if like they have set drinks that go with those taste pairings or it's just kind of up to the bartender's discretion. I don't know the bartender I had, I forgot his name. He was from England. He was very lovely, very nice guy. Um, very welcoming because I was by myself and very confused. <laughs> um, I went with the balsamic and mint combination. It was delicious. The bar, the atmosphere itself was just absolutely amazing. I mean, like, you know, like cozy, intimate, like dimly lit, like velvet 
chairs and couches, just like that whole vibe, very vibey, would be an amazing date spot. Um, but I was just there and it was like a movie moment. I had my cocktail. I was wearing a nice, and I just come from the Eiffel Tower. I was a little already buzzed because I just sat and had a bottle of champagne to myself at the Eiffel Tower and I had to get home and I didn't want to walk all the way to the Metro and my hostel was only a little over a mile off and I was like, I'll just walk. I was like in a silk cocktail-ish dress, but it started pouring rain. So I rented uh, one of those electric scooters and I just like rode back to my hostel in the middle of the night in a silk cocktail dress on a scooter in the pouring rain in Paris. I don't know. It felt like like a fun little movie moment, except I was soaking wet and I definitely got lost because my GPS was crap. But I don't know. Not complaining. It was worth it. My European trip was worth every second. And I'm going to end because we're just, God, it's like I get going. I, I'm definitely going to be a two-parter. I'm definitely going to talk about my travel more next episode. But I don't know. Like the, the whole time I was gone and when I got back, like I had people messaging me like, oh, I wish I could go do something alone like that. I'm too scared, blah, blah, blah. Just like, and I get like, I don't want to be, I don't want to turn my eye or I don't want to forget that obviously these things cost money and planning and people have jobs and families and blah, blah, blah. But I always say like, you can have a solo vacation even in your own town, or you can do something alone even in your own town. Like it can be as simple as putting on a nice dress and going to your favorite bar and having a drink by yourself one Friday night. Like just do something alone and do something for yourself by yourself. And it's literally the best feeling And even if you feel silly or you feel like people are watching you, they're probably not. And if they are, they're probably jealous that you're doing it alone. So travel alone, go eat alone, go see a movie alone. Just go do something alone. Like, it's the best. But I'll see you guys next week. And remember, they tell you you're just too much. Tell them that's the point. Bye.